Welcome, doctors. Today we have a special presentation with a world-famous chiropractor, Dr. Brad Glowicki. Also on today's call is Sean's colleague, Alexander Eisner. If you have any questions, please email them to seansteel at seansteel.com. Dr. Sean Steele today with two special, well, uh, one special guest and my colleague. He's special, uh, but he'll be uh, he'll be anchoring with me uh, going forward. Uh, we're in the middle of the strangest uh, season uh, that I can recall. There's nothing quite like it where there's even a question if our practices can stay open or not. Fortunately, the Department of uh, Homeland Security has issued a bulletin, which I sent out uh to, to this audience and many others, where chiropractic is deemed an essential service. So there's uh, no talk of, of closing offices down except two states with two Neanderthal governors in, in Colorado and Kentucky. Uh, and then, of course, there's the great fear that our patients have. Uh, and, of course, the whole, the whole fear that people uh, have in these situations when we know so little uh, particularly in many cases, are experts. Uh, the key is that I want to see that chiropractors are, are thriving, taking care of the public, and are always been the first responders. Under the law, it's pretty clear statutorily in all 50 states, chiropractors are among the first to see the people that are injured immediately, particularly in trauma cases. Uh, this is another form of trauma. And, and I've talked to lots and lots of doctors in the last several weeks, and it's, I'm, I'm really pleased and impressed with how the chiropractic community is coalescing and helping their patients, setting up the right protocols. But during this time, for some, that's considered awkward, dangerous, strained, and maybe dark, I want to bring something, uh, something exciting, some, something positive. And I have a neighbor who's just amazing. Brad Lewicki has joined us today. And he started something with my colleague, Alexander Eisner, which is called Glow at Night. Do I have that right, Alex? After dark. God, I was so close. I almost had it right. All right, we'll let, we'll let Alexander explain that. But uh, that's, uh, that's a whole new dynamic. And uh, Alexander, take this away and lead us down the path with Dr. Brad. I will do. I will do. And, uh, and I, and I want to second that. That that introduction, it, uh, Dr. Uh, Bucky is is uh, is uh, an, a brilliant chiropractor. He lectures all over the world, uh, and and I'm I feel uh, particularly uh, honored to call him a friend of mine. We have started something called Glow After Dark. I'm gonna let him talk about it uh, at, at some point here. But I wanted to and then hear from him. You, you have a practice along with your your uh, your. What, what have you been doing, and and how? this been for you? So I've been teaching chiropractors for years now. Uh, I don't know. It's like going on almost 20 years. I guess it would be like 17, 18 years. I've been teaching chiropractors. And uh, more importantly, I would tell you is I've been in practice for 22 years. So I love to teach from experience and teach what's working. And, and I totally agree with what Sean said uh, and the set up here. These are like the craziest times. I can't ever remember anything like this. The only thing comparable would be 9-11, um, but I don't think the fallout lasted this long, didn't impact businesses this much, didn't jeopardize our ability to practice as chiropractors. So very timely, I think, for this call, and also um, really important to get some X's and O's out of this call, which I'm happy to provide, just things to do, maybe things not to do 
that can have an impact this week if you put them to use. And, and I'm all about procedures. Like, how do we... How do we change it now? You know, I can give you some headspace things at another time, but let's get into some procedures and things I think that will help people out. Doc, I mean, what's been working for you? So, you know, I think one of the things that, that really becomes important is understanding that people are scared, fear. You know, Sean mentioned it. Um, and, and that's not a small thing. One of the biggest mistakes I think chiropractors need to be really cognizant of and avoid during these times is making people wrong. We can sometimes be self-pontificating and self-righteous and say, listen, germs don't make you sick. And while I believe that it's a variable in the mix, um, even this idea that it's the, uh, you know, the immune compromise that shouldn't go out and the immune compromise that are at risk, what they're basically stating is that there's different levels of health. So there is a super healthy person. Maybe there's someone that's in the middle of the road and someone that's immune compromised. Those are what are known as pre-nociological states. And inherent in that is that people are in different scales of health, hour to hour, day by day, but at the very least in your community, not everybody is deemed healthy. So I think that's important, number one. But then taking that into your practice, realizing that this germ theory that a lot of chiropractors don't buy into, we always think it's, you know, it's not the seed, it's the soil, meaning if your immune system's strong, don't worry about the pandemic or the thing going around, just take care of your body. That isn't commonplace right now. So when your patients do come in or if people decide to wait this out at home and not come in, you cannot make them wrong. You lose the ability to influence someone the minute you make them wrong. The place of influence only happens from a place of agreement, and now is more true than ever that you've got to be doing it that way. You've got to stay in agreement with people. And just right off the top, one of the things I want to give the, the listeners is two important words. So if you're taking notes, write these two words down. It's yes and. Yes and. And what yes and means is basically if someone says, hey, doc, I'm afraid of the germs. I'm not exactly sure if this is a good time for me to come in and get care or this is something I've been wanting to do, but I'm a little nervous. You just have to go into agreement. Yes, I understand that. And did you realize the people most at risk are the immune compromised? Yes, and. What a lot of chiropractors do is they do the opposite end of the spectrum, is the two opposite words is no, but. No, you don't need to worry about that, but what you should do is come in and get your adjustment and, and whatever else they want to say. And so when you make somebody wrong and you give a contradictory point, you're basically at odds with them. You're no longer able to influence them. So these are really delicate times. You cannot attack someone for their belief systems. You have to go into agreement, and I'm telling you this is a great opportunity for chiropractors to learn to communicate at a higher level. Staying in agreement is the first rule of influence, and, and that little thing, whether it's over the phone, it's at your table talk, it's in the office, yes and is going to become really important for the listeners in the weeks and months coming forward. That's a basic customer service, really, and they make it right, uh, but it also probably helps through a lot of the fear uh, and a lot of the uh, a lot of the the anxiety that these uh, these these patients. So w- once you once you get them and you get past the yes and, and you're able to um, uh, you're able to get um, you're able to get through uh, to these to these patients. W- once they come into the office, I mean, what are some of the protocols you're using once they're in the? You know, obviously you've got to look at each city, each county um, for what the rules are. 
uh, as far as cleanliness, masks, gloves, I mean, I've heard it all. And as Sean mentioned at the top of the show, unfortunately, there's even a couple of states that they're not allowed to practice. And, um, you know, Colorado, I think, is pretty shocking because they're a pretty healthy state, but they closed the schools and kept the – closed the schools, closed the chiropractors. And they kept the liquor stores and the weed shops open. I don't know what that says, Alex, but their priorities, you know, are definitely a little mixed up in Colorado. And unfortunately, those are places that have a lot of catching up to do. In California, I think one of the big things you can do to kind of bridge the gap of people that are considering coming in, maybe used to come in, and now they're just getting antsy. They're kind of over the quarantine. We have a lot of patients that are doing that. They waited the two weeks. And now they just said, you know, I've got neck pain, I've got back pain, I can't wait anymore, I'm coming in no matter what. Um, I think what's important is to kind of bridge that gap, do some things on social media. We've been doing videos with cleaning crews behind me. I think the, the subliminal message is there is that we're clean, we're sanitized. We've done a couple of social media videos with cleaning crews on purpose behind me scrubbing the table. And in one of the videos, the, the lady was she's super sweet, she's cleaned my office for a decade but she's like scrubbing on one spot of the table. We had Doc say, I think she's going to, you know, rip the table. She was scrubbing so hard in the video. But it just gives the image. A lot of times in social media, people don't take it off of mute. They're just watching. And I think it's a great time to kind of show, number one, hey, we're clean, we're sanitized, we're following the steps. It's a safe place to be. Kind of along those lines is what I already mentioned with current patients. Make them not wrong. You know, make them welcome. Make their position okay to be in. These are crazy times, unprecedented. And I'm also going to take it a step further and say it's also a good time, I think, to be marketing your practice. And I know that sounds a little crazy, but a really good tip for the listeners is start reaching out to your medical doctors, your local medical doctors. I love family practices that have an attached urgent care. Because what I've done now, three different locations that we've done this with, I've reached out to the family practice, which has an urgent care, you know, let's say Sunday they're open 7 to 7. And each one of the family docs, you know, kind of does a rotation in there on the weekends, and that's kind of their model. We've reached out to three different places and actually got to do some meetings where I use COVID as the topic. But if they have an urgent care, I also know there's a lot of PI that flows through there. And so what I did is I said, look, you guys don't have any time to be clogged up with unnecessary patients. Let me help you out. Let me help you out. And I just gave them three categories of things I could help them with. One of the three, obviously, is car crashes. Anybody who's been involved in a whiplash-type accident, send them our way. And if you're really worried about an abundance of COVID cases or taking pressure off the hospitals, which, again, for the listeners, this is really important. Those are the conversations they're having is how urgent cares and local family offices can ease some of the tension for the hospitals and what their protocols should be to not send people to the hospital that don't need to be there. And so I only learned that from doing lunch with one of the doctors, and he said, this is what they're telling us. These are the CDC numbers. Here's what you can expect coming down the chute, and here's what our protocols are. And he said, what we're really trying to do is ease some of the crowding at the hospitals and by the same time kind of balance our patient load. And so I kind of used that as an opportunity. I said, okay, well, if you have car crash patients, send them our way. I know they can be cumbersome. I know they can have aches and pains. We have x-ray capabilities in our office feel free to dish them to us if they come into the urgent care. And he said, wow, that's great. 
you would do that for us? And I said, every day of the week, yes. Every time you have a car crash, we're accepting new patients. So I use the COVID really as an opportunity just to explain what it is that we can do for them. And I, and I would remind docs, if you position yourself as an asset, in other words, you're there to help them take some pressure off, then they won't look at you as a solicitor. So if you can position yourself as a helper to the current crisis in a medical office, you'll never be looked at as a solicitor. We use the idea that the governor said we are essential health care. We're in this with you. What can we do? And I've been reaching out to medical offices with great success. We've been using social media to put some things out there that would kind of ease uh, the public concerns. I did a video with the local police chief, just kind of an authority in the community. Um, one of the medical offices that we reached out to went so well that I actually did a video with the medical doctor, and he had actually just gotten through um, COVID-19. He was a survivor. So he's an MD in our town, and I basically interviewed him and just said, here's the firsthand account. We're essential per the governor. We're open. And it's really made a dramatic difference in our numbers in the course of about a week. I mean, it was amazing. So uh, my advice for docs is, number one, stabilize your current patient base. Stabilize the current base. And I'll give you a couple steps you can do there. One, social media videos like I just mentioned. A lot of people scroll. They don't listen. So do some things in the background that will help them out. Two, we've been establishing a discipline per day of calling 20 patients. Now, I've been in practice, like I said, for over 20 years, so I couldn't even scratch the surface if I called 20 per day for the rest of the year. But the idea is, in these times, it's just really important, I think, to reach out to your patients. And I'm aware there's technology and things that can expedite this. So point number three is also to include that. Send one email per week. Maybe you have SMS text messaging capabilities in your office. Send one of those per week. Send positive information. Send health tips. Send an update on the COVID from a health perspective on variables they can do. But if you kind of do that one, two, three, stabilize your current patient base, use social media to show that, hey, you are following the rules and also that you're open, I think is big. Two, make your 20 phone calls to current patients. And step three is do one one technology blast per week, whether it's a text message or an email. Send one a week. And if you really want to be an overachiever, I think now is a great time to reach out to medical doctors. Uh, like I said, we've been doing it. I'm in practice. As I like to say, we're in the trench. And uh, people are scared and they're nervous. But within the chaos, there is also opportunity. And the opportunity, I think, here right now is with medical doctors. And if you are a chiropractor listening to this and you enjoy the fruits of personal injury, then this is a perfect opportunity to establish a relationship with urgent care. As you know, if they go to an urgent care immediately following a car crash, it's a value driver. It shows, you know, severity. It shows um you know, interest in their health, the sooner from the date of the accident to when they go to these places. And no, it's not the emergency room, but it's a really good thing to have as a relationship with your urgent care. Well, they'll send you, and they, they literally write out the prescriptions, they'll send you the car crash patients right out of urgent care to the chiropractic office in an effort right now to kind of keep these places open so they can handle the COVID crisis or the expecting flood of people coming in. 
and you really position yourself not just for this time but even into the future to really be working with your local medical team, local medical doctors, um, you know, especially if they have an urgent care. I just think that's a genius move. So um, I hope that's succinct enough, Alex. I'm kind of going quick because I want to make sure we give the docs listening, you know, the, the content that they're here to, to get. And those are three things I think that have been massive value um, just just in the last couple of weeks. And then certainly the medical doctor one has been big. Sure. And and uh, a couple – I might be having some issues with my phone. Are you able to hear me? Yeah. No, you're you're good. It 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 cleared yeah. up. It, it's cleared up generally. I got a couple of questions here. First, first of all, Doctor Glow, the yes and and the no but I, I had to write down. Oh my God, I forgot that. It comes, to, you know, it's got to be a, a derivation of Dale Carnegie, but it's it's one of the great lessons uh, that that I keep forgetting. And uh, you don't need to argue with people. You can agree with them and then lead them your way. Uh, in, a, in a very, very positive way. So I appreciate it. That was just a beautiful nugget. Uh, you're, you're calling 20 patients a day, which I think is smart, and, and in fact, it's much broader than I thought. A lot of docs that I'm talking with, I'm saying, uh, they, they've noticed there's, a, there's a, obviously a big drop-off. Patients aren't showing up. They're in fear. Uh, they're hiding under the bed. They're, they're listening to too much uh, cable news, and I get it. Uh, and so I'm suggesting that, well, call them. Those patients that ought to be showing up, the, the currently active patients, and and find out how they're doing, and and then do do a very, you know very they'll appreciate it. Hearing from their doctor during this time is extremely reassuring, um, and then you could discuss the, the four basic uh, questions that you have if there's a potential uh, infection, and, and discuss you know it got the headaches, got the aches, got the coughing, got the chest tightness, that sort of thing, and then explain what you're doing in your office. Uh, and, and that's turned out turned out to be a big benefit. Uh, and I want to talk in a second about uh, uh, telechiropractic or telemedicine because Congress is strongly urging that that takes pressure off the emergency rooms, gets people to talk to a real doctor, and it includes chiropractic. And and there's a billing codes that we'll be happy to send anybody uh, that Sam Collins put together for us, where you can get paid for a teleconference with your patient or a video conference with your patient. And it's straightforward. There's no magic about it. Uh, the key uh, uh, trick to keep in mind is a patient has to call you. Basically, staff calls patient, how are you doing? Would you like to talk to your doctor on the telephone? We can set an appointment. Once the patient agrees to having that appointment, uh, then the appointment's set up and that's billable. And that's billable to most private insurance companies and in personal injury cases, I guarantee it. That is... Uh, you know, good personal injury attorneys will, will honor those because this takes away the gap in care, the patient's taking care of themselves, and there's a lot to do in that telephone conference. Uh, I don't know if you're doing that in your office, Dr. Globe, but how would you handle that? Yeah, so, I mean, there's actually a couple free um, teleconferencing apps you can use that are HIPAA compliant. I think one of them is doxy.me. I'll have to circle back with you guys, but I'm pretty sure that's what it is, uh, and that's what we've been using is is doxy, and I think it's .me. Um, but we've yes, we've done that uh, as well as I had a couple of corporate lectures that they said, shoot, we sent everybody home, we can't do lunch and learns. Um, sorry, we're going to have to cancel your talk. And I said, how about we do it as a virtual health talk? They can be at their home offices, and I'll just do it via a webcam. You know, whether it's Zoom or over a go-to meeting, I think if there's a will, there's a way. 
and you can certainly do that. We've had people call in with PI, and I didn't even know that until you said that. They say teacher learns the most, so now I'm taking notes. But um, we've had a, a couple of PI cases that were genuinely scared uh, you know, to leave the house and come out. And, I, again, I don't want to go against their belief systems. So just intuitively, I thought if we set up a teleconference, if we set up some kind of telemedicine, it is the conversation that's going on right now and jump into it. And that's really what I did with a couple of these HR directors as well is I just said, listen, if, if everybody's at home working, why don't we just do some telemedicine? And she said, great. And the bottom line is it's essentially a webinar when it's a one-on-many scenario. When it comes to PI, the idea that they have a scheduled time to talk to their doctor and then they call you at that time, um, that counts for continuity in the care. There's not a gap in care. And, again, these are unprecedented times. I don't know if that holds true or not, but I definitely, after hearing you say that, feel way better because at least it shows the patient's motivated. At least it shows there's contact. And then you tell me if this is a good or bad idea, Sean, but what we've said is just, listen, you know, do these stretches, do these exercises until we can see you at your next visit. Um, there is no, I don't think there's such a thing as, you know, self-chiropractic care at home, but we can give you some things that maybe get some mobilization in the spine, give you some comfort, and until we can see you in the office, we can at least put it in the personal injury notes that there's been contact. This is a motivated patient. We can get some subjective rankings. And in a couple of the scenarios last week, we just noted that they're getting worse. You know, the patient isn't receiving care right. in the office, and they're getting worse. Uh, Dr. Glow, you're right. Pitch perfect. Uh, here, here are the four steps that I prefer. One, let's talk about the virus and go over signs and symptoms. And uh, that's the first thing. And that's what everybody's thinking about anyhow. We're thinking about that ourselves. And so you go over the, the you know, and you note that for the record. Their injuries, the trauma, the reason they're seeing you, and and then you do a simple, uh, and again, that's like a, a very simple, a truncated uh, physical examination without actually touching the patient, but you can go over the pain scales. That's really crucial, vital information that goes, again, right in your chart. And then number three, go over their home exercise program exactly the way you described it. You might add to it. You might subtract to it. Now, there's a big difference. You get paid a little more money if you do the uh, uh, video conferencing with your patient because you can actually see the move. You can actually see how they're stretching. You can improve, you can make suggestions on that. On the telephone, not so much, but at least you can discuss the basic moves that, the, that they need to be making. And then I'd wrap it up with ADLs. Talk about not all their ADLs. That's a long conversation, but, you know, the three basic ADLs that's bothering them. What's going on with their life? How has their body changed? How is the body reacting uh, to, to the trauma or the injury itself? You got yourself a nice bunch of thick notes that are original, that are honest, uh, that will get you paid. And that's just for a 10-minute conversation. Many of these conversations are going to go up to 19 or 20 minutes, and you get paid more money. Again, yeah, uh, reach me at SeanSteele at SeanSteele.com, and I'll send you a copy of the, the details about how to bill for that, how to charge for it. Uh, but I, yeah. think it's, I think it's crucial, and it, it opens up a whole new door. I'm predicting, Dr. Glow, we're going to be using this telechiropractic for now on, not just for a pandemic, but for now on. Patients that travel, how many of your patients, Dr. Glow, are in Australia, then Scotland, and then in South Africa in a month's time? Well, I'm not talking about you, but I'm talking about your patients. The fact is our people are constantly moving, but they need to talk to their chiropractor when they're on a uh, on an injury issue 
or or any kind of a mechanism of of, of problems that that they need help with. So uh, you'll be talking to your patients internationally. It doesn't matter. Just set up a time and you get paid for it. Absolutely. Yeah, and we've done, um, you know, health and wellness programs for places like JetBlue and uh, American Airlines, and a lot of their flight attendants, they are up and all over the place. So um, there's nothing better than being in the office for care. But I think everybody would agree what we are learning through this process is things won't be the same afterwards. There's a lot of businesses realizing they can function with less employees. There's a lot of educational institutions that realize they don't need a building to teach people out of. They can do a lot virtually. And the program I was mentioning, it is uh, video conferencing, and I believe it's it's a free app, but it's also HIPAA compliant, and it's doxy, D-O-X-Y dot M-E. Now, I've got no affiliation with them other than it's a free app, um, but it's HIPAA compliant. So if docs want to do the video component... Yeah, if they want to do the video component, it's set up to do that. And a lot of these companies, you know, six months down the road, they may charge a fee or something. But for right now, it's been brilliant for us. It's video capabilities, and then you can watch movement. You can get feedback. And, you know, for a lot of chiropractors, you know, the chiro in our profession means hands. It's hands-on. But what we're learning through, you know, this pandemic is that there's going to be other ways to do business I'm going to tell people on the call that the two two functions, I think, that really make a successful practice, at least in my experience for the last couple of decades, two variables that need to be in place is anticipation and flexibility. And I cannot tell you that I anticipated this change that's going on. But because we're super flexible, we can still go with it, and you can still make lemonade out of the lemons that are here. If you're super rigid, and you just say, no, I'm not, I'm not going to do these kinds of things, you might get left behind. And we've seen that in chiropractic before where there's a change in the law, there's a change in the legislature, there's a change in insurance payers, there's a change after a court ruling. And the docs that don't stay flexible sometimes get cut out of the picture. Don't be one of those docs. Hey, doctor, one, just the last couple of minutes, I want to tee one up for you to, to close us out here. A little light at the end of the what is your you know prediction and us uh, coming out of this in terms of practice should see uh, you know start coming down? Yeah, so I I think look there's some lessons being learned here, and one is I'm going to tell everybody on the call go to the pain, whatever your pain is in practice right now, go to it, don't go away from it. So if you wished you had more in the bank for finances to cover your overhead, if you wished you had reached out to medical doctors sooner because you would have a better relationship, whatever the pain is, that is the lesson. And if you go to it, you can learn this lesson. The universe is really funny. If you don't learn the lesson once, it will be happy to repeat the lesson so you can learn it the second time or the third time. Don't relearn tough lessons more than once. Just get the lesson and move on. And I think a lot of it is you shouldn't market when you need um, new patients. You shouldn't be reaching out to places like Urgent Cares, like I suggested, only because you're down in your numbers. That should be part of your routine. And and one of my pain lessons, just to be honest and share, is you know we had great relationships with some of these urgent cares a couple of years ago, and I got busy in my own way, and I I didn't really nourish those relationships, and I, and I had a reason to pick up the phone and and get back in there, but it was one of those. My lesson was, man, I, I should be on top of this, and we should be seeing you know a PI every day coming in here because these places are super busy. 
and, and I need to be doing that. So I think really one of the bright spots coming up here is you're going to realize where your strong relationships are. You're going to realize that your patient education is super important. And for the docs listening, we always do a health class in our office. And one of the things I always tell my patients is anywhere down the line, I don't care if it's been years since you've stepped foot in my practice, if you're ever in a fender bender, you're ever in a small car crash, come in, let me take some x-rays and see if, in fact, you're injured. And we've had people show up five years later. They say, I remember that class you did. And you said, if I'm ever injured, come in. I know I should have been here sooner. I know I should have kept up my visits. Never chastise them. I just say, okay, door's always open. You're welcome. I'm your chiropractor. But just by planting some seeds, um, I, I think there's going to be some bright things on the horizon if chiropractors learn the tough lessons once. Right? Be financially sound. Run your business like a business. Take care of the relationships that have been taking care of you. Um, start to look and get creative with things like medical and urgent care offices that can be phenomenal referrals. Uh, and, and I think coming out of this, everybody's going to be really appreciative of the lifestyle they have, the routines that they have. And if you can make chiropractic part of that routine, uh, whatever way, shape, or form that is, if you make it part of the routine, when people get back to it, they're going to be really grateful for the simple things just make yourself part of that DNA. And we, we call it Wellness Wednesday in my office or Tune Up Tuesday. So we've always got a day of the week for our wellness patients. But get people in consistently. And what you'll notice is, you know, down the road when it comes to PI, if they ever have any kind of an injury, they're going to think of you first. And I think there's some, some real opportunities coming out of this. All, all, all well, all good. Alex, we, uh, we, uh, we have uh, no more time, but we do want to hear about Glow After Dark and how does that work? Well, I'm going to pitch that to, to Dr. Glow. I, Glow yeah. After Dark is our oh, enough. Go ahead. You, you, you tell him. Yeah, so Alex and I will get together at least once a month and what we'll do is we'll discuss, um, whatever, whatever PI scenario has maybe gone wrong for a doctor. And I would explain it from the chiropractic standpoint, and Alex would explain it from the legal side. And, you know, always kind of give the disclaimers, like, if it was my patient, I might do this, or without looking at the x-rays, I don't know, legally, depending on what's going on. But it's allowed us to clean up some cases. So I would just say, if anybody's listening and you got a situation that you go, I'm just not sure what to do, if you're willing, Alex and I will kind of pick it apart and tell you maybe where the mistakes were made, so, again, don't learn the tough lessons twice, but also action steps to do so that chiropractors don't get screwed out of payment, you don't get left behind. Uh, it's been really beneficial for the docs that are willing to do it. And then we, we're able to give the, the attorney and the chiro perspective, and we've been helping out a ton of docs just get people well, get the doctors paid, and, and stop kind of getting the runaround from typical people that don't like to pay Cairo. So I'll keep it PG, but the idea is we can help a lot of people that are in, in some bad scenarios. How do we uh, how do we see it? Physically, how does one tune in? I would say send you guys an email. If people are interested, just send you guys an email. Excellent, excellent. All nice and easy, a lot of fun. It's highly produced. There's lots of information, folks. I'm so glad the three of us got together. Doctors, any questions, any concerns, any thoughts? Uh, please email me, Sean Steele at SeanSteele.com, and we'll see you at our next uh, teleconference that Alexander is now taking over. And it's, it's, uh, we set a nice high bar with Dr. Glow. Thanks, uh, thanks for everybody participating. Doctors, let's get back to work. We've got a lot of patients to take care of.